Good morning, good evening, and everything in between. Welcome to Connecting Ideas, a weekly podcast on Wednesdays where I, your host, Doris, talks facts and opinions about culture, ideas, and news, and more. So we're going to talk about animation for this like installation of mediums of animation. And if you wanted a quick intro for like the types of animation there are, you can listen to episode three, which is titled Mediums of Animation in its intro. Um, anyways, so today we'll be talking about traditional animation. So before we start, I have to give a, a disclaimer. So although the descriptions within this won't be too graphic, I mean, not at all graphic, um, some topics relating to minstrel shows, blackface, and racist stereotypes can be traumatizing for certain types of people. So that's just a warning. Um, so cartoons are like something that the average person will watch at least like once in their life. And to not cause confusion, when I'm talking about cartoon, I'm referring to the art style that overly simplifies the human figure using dramatization and exaggeration to accent like certain parts of the human body and more often in a satirical way. Um, So this style is often used in like animated cartoons and the cartoons that are coming out recently today have improved a lot in terms of their style of art um, that they used to have. So considering that animation first started in the 1900s, it's only been a little more than like 110 years that has existed. And although like the art style has improved, there are still a lot of issues regarding the stereotypes and casting and a bit more. Um, One might say that the art style has improved. One might say that it's not really, but I think it's improved a little bit from its past. Um, so common American cartoons like Rick and Morty, Family Guy, and Spongebob today are all types of 2D animation, um, which is basically the second type of animation that became popular. But before those, there was traditional animation, and it was one of the earliest forms of animation, but it also has a very dark history. I mean, not very, but like a dark history. Um, some com- common traditional animated shows or like films included like the OG Dumbo, like the Dumbo movie, Disney Dumbo, Tom and Jerry, the Looney Tunes, Mickey Mouse, Lucky Rabbit. And obviously I have to give some French slash Belge um, animation because that's where animation first started from. Um, some uh, Franco-Belge shows um, that were animated in like traditional art include Lukey Luke and um, which basically I used to watch Lukey Luke I really loved it and in um, Lukey Luke there was a character uh, called Les Dalton and they made their own series for Les Dalton I preferred the Dalton show more than Lukey Luke but you know that's just me but anyways um, uh, there's also uh else is there like there's a lot of um shows that are traditional art the list can go on like a lot of those um i i I think people born like gen z the millennials would probably know these um shows because we watch a lot of traditional art like shows on tv like tom and jerry for example um but basically Although these like styles of animation have like f- and s- some um, animation have physical comics books and 
physical drawings basically you know cartoon the art sign cartoons like animated cartoons it's kind of the same on paper so some of the um paper books that have that style include like the dr zeus and the um tantum and uh what else is there oh yeah there is the drawing of grammys by like tops and they portrayed bts on there all all of these titles i just listed have a common uh theme that they have some sort of racist stereotypical illustration within them so for example for the tops uh drawing of bts you know the time when asian hate was increasing a lot you know they drew a um satire of bts and they had them like injured and people were like that's so insensitive and that should not have happened um for example in dr zeus's books you know people stopped reading that book i, I think it came up a while back too um dr zeus they had like stereotypical portrayal of like chinese people or like quote-unquote asian people but you know it's mostly chinese because you know of the history of america you can interact with me on Instagram at Connecting Ideas with an S and on Twitter at Connecting Ideas Pod. And I'll be thankful if you give it a follow on the, on the platform that you're listening on. So what about these types of shows that have anything to do with being racist? I'm sure you remember all the funny scenes and sequences shown within these shows like Tom and Jerry. You know, that was really fun to watch. I mean... Also, I love Tweety Bird and, like, the Looney Tunes. Like, I love that character. And I loved watching, like I previously mentioned, Lee Dalton, which is a character from Lukey Luke, right? But all of these series have some kind of racist portrayal within them, which is a little bit sad because, you know, we all watch these shows and it's really enjoyable. And then you find out it has a racist past and there's certain scenes that are racist i mean you could look on youtube and search tom and jerry racist or racist scene and then you'll find a bunch of clips of tom and jerry where there was just like you know some racist intonation within it and it's very sad um you know they're like shows you used to watch i mean i used to watch and you know you find out they have a racist background it's kind of disheartening to be honest so what about these shows are exactly racist you could obviously go the blatant racism like you could see within the animation like some scenes where you know the um like this white like human character uh starts speak in like the black scent or like you know scenes where you know for example tom and jerry the cat uh, you know, so that he doesn't get caught, you know, he dress, he gets um, drenched by the ashes of the fire, uh, and then he walks out of it like, you know what, I'm gonna dress up as black, and I'm not, I like, dress up the cat in black, Tom and Jerry's cat is gray, um, so he gets dressed by um, black, he walks out of the house, and then he starts, you know, walking that, quote-unquote, walk that black people walk, and he started doing that, and then the owner who was looking for the cat doesn't see the cat, and the cat starts talking in the black accent. So that's obviously, if you saw that scene, you'd be like, uh, okay, that's definitely some, like, racist, you know, 
thing too and it's definitely blackface basically like it's definitely blackface but it's not just that you know like there's also Dumbo you know Dumbo had the scene where um Dumbo's uh, crows you know Jim Crow that's what they were called I mean Dumbo's very racist like there's a lot of racist intonation within it's kind of sad because when I first watched Dumbo I mean I was like I think eight six something like that seven seven years old and I really like Dumbo but then you find out it's race it's like blatantly racist and hella racist and I'm like I'm not watching that show anymore you know it's sad and then there's like those are the blatant type you know you could definitely tell you could definitely see but one might, I mean, I don't want to say that animation as a whole is racist, but it comes from a racist uh, past. We wouldn't have the animation we have today without the traditional animation, but traditional animation is built on, you know, some racist past. And it's not just for black people. Like, there's a lot of cartoons that portray, like, portray uh, Jews, um, Chinese, Asians people, mostly Chinese um, like I mentioned, you know, with the Chinese people, when it came to America, they faced a lot of a backlash from that. Um, and so there's also those racism within those, but it's mostly racism towards black people. A definite, it, and it's like America, yes, was big on racism and like black slavery and all that, but it was not just America. Like I said, animation first started in france belgium like between those two right and we can't say that america is only oh they're the only ones with racist cartoons because it started there first and slavery is not something that just happened in america i mean yes we talk about it a lot of times but slavery also was encouraged by portugal england france all of those countries definitely like um i mean you probably learned this in history class but if you didn't they definitely slavery happened all over and even slavery with i mean um and even like african west african countries uh helped you know continue the cycle of slavery because you know, they were kind of forced to you know they needed arms weapons to hold off enemies oh let's sell our so slaves or people and the cycle goes on but uh definitely it's everywhere you could definitely see it in a lot of the traditional old cartoons you'll definitely start seeing a lot of racist messages especially towards black people and it's definitely um you know in a lot of the shows and those are blatant examples i keep saying blatant because the art style of cartoon if like cartoons particularly the, that art style is has racist roots within itself so you know in the south they i mean in america as a whole they had minstrel shows where basically if you don't know what minstrel shows are it's white people just painting their skin black like literally black taking like i don't know red lipstick or paint or whatever and then like making their lips huge with like some red big like you know because the stereotype of black people have big lips or whatever and so they will like paint that 
big and then they'll you know like I said they do their black scent they'll act funny you know they will walk a certain way that black people are going to walk and obviously they you know they said the n-word and all that so that's basically what Mitchell shows and it's basically just you know making fun of black people as a whole and then putting that on a stage making it play and people will go and watch that just like how people you know will go and watch like lynching and stuff like that but um, they will watch mental shows, enjoy it, have fun. <laughs> you know, they will have scenes where, you know, when they're talk, when a person is talking to a white person, they're talking, quote unquote, proper English, like, oh, hello, ma'am, how's your day going? And then they'll turn around, and then when they're with their black friends, they'll be like, hey, what's up, man? What you doing out there? It's out hard, like, you know, they'll talk that that way, and it's like, rubs you a certain type of way, and it's not definitely not right like don't don't do that and so minstrel shows inspired cartoon so at the time you know cartoon what is popular minstrel shows what can what would people like to see and they like to see those kind of minstrel shows minstrel shows were you know they had segments of music playful dancing uh playful quote unquote um and then they will have like a bunch of you know people doing blackface and all that and cartoon artists took from that and then they this you know for example mickey mouse mickey mouse is right has a lot of hella racist like scenes in there one character i could think of a lot is um goofy goofy you know the way goofy walks it's unnatural, you know, the way he walks, that's how, that way of walking was inspired by minstrel shows or making fun of black people, right? That way of walking, the way Mickey Mouse is walking, the way Tom and Jerry is running away from each other, the way that, um, uh, who who is it like the way in Looney Tunes the way those characters are rocking and running is inspired by minstrel shows is inspired by racist path and they'll make fun of that because that's how the people walked in minstrel shows so they'll portray that in the animated films and that's why racist you know animation has a racist background and in just the format of, you know, I, I, I'm going to say Mickey Mouse because I think a lot of people watch that. Mickey Mouse had a lot of playful music. They had, like, you know, segments. They had the way they were walking. All of that was inspired by minstrel shows. The format, all of it, by minstrel shows. So, you know, hearing this, a lot of the cartoons you used to watch, I used to enjoy when I was, like, six or seven, where I didn't really could tell oh this is racist or whatever and I really enjoy them and I find out oh they have a racist path it doesn't rub you the right way and I mean I, I'm not telling you to not watch those but maybe be mindful of that um but definitely like I said I think that animation has you know the, the art style at least is less Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the art style was also inspired by Mitchell shows. The way they will exaggerate facial features. They'll make the eyes small and the mouth big. You know, that's also inspired. But anyways, you know, I feel like it's kind of disheartening when you see some shows you used to watch. And you find out they have some racist background to it. And 
it's up to you whether you want to keep watching those or not. Um, but it definitely rubs you a different way. And like I was saying, when I was young, I did not point these out. I couldn't see these. Um, I, I enjoy these shows like anyone else. Um, but one uh, show that I definitely was like, why are the black people looking like monkeys? Is the Asterix and Obelix. Um, Asterix and Obelix. Um, that show, and it was also a, a, a BD, which is a comic book. Um, I used to watch, I read that comic, and we used to watch the movies too. And a portrait of black characters, they look like monkeys. It's the same in, in ta- when um, Tanta goes to Congo. The black characters look like monkeys too. And I and I told my mom when I saw that scene, I was like, why are they? Why are the black characters, you know, portrayed in this way? And I think um, by now, definitely, Aster- I think I saw a newspaper saying that they got reprimanded for doing that and people brought that up which is i guess good but you know when you have young kids that are pointing out oh mom why does the black character look like monkeys why does the asian character have like incredibly you know white uh, i mean um slim eyes they have the uh, stereotypical bald hair with just a lump of hair that's super long why are they super short why are they doing this why is the you know muslim uh character portrayed this way why is this character drawn that way you know it's a little bit it's it's kind of like i can't enjoy shows that are supposed to be enjoyable and that everyone's watching like I can't enjoy Tom and Jerry anymore. I can't enjoy uh, what what's it called like Dumbo. I mean Dumbo is hella racist, so maybe we should have never enjoyed Dumbo. But it's kind of something to think about when you're looking at these old traditional animated um, films and shows. Uh, the same with cartoons too, like satirical cartoons, like in the Charlie Hebdo like a magazine they like oh it's a satire it's it's a show uh no like the portrayal of the queen of england on Meghan markle's neck whether you like them or not the the portrait of the queen of england on Meghan markle's neck and when she's saying well, it's written in french and in french she's basically saying i can't breathe it's saying je ne peux pas respirer it says i can't breathe you can't make that as oh it's a satire like no it's not a satire it should not be in your newspaper it should not be anywhere it should not be in any type of newspaper whether it's the new york times or i don't know like some unknown newspaper that no one knows about definitely it should not be in those stuff it's not some stuff that you should put on your shows and i feel like you know animation today I mean, although it has come away from, you know, minstrel shows and all that and the portrayal of black people looking like monkeys or the stereotypical Asian, there's still stereotypical uh, characters within them. I mean, it's not like they're drawn, drawn stereotypically in a very blatant racist way. But it's like, oh, the, the, the Asian kid with, you know, the bob hair, the glasses, Oh, the black kid came from the poverty and it's like, oh, I'm, I can make it. I did it, you know, or that black person having drugs or that black friend or that, you know, one um, Muslim that's like, oh, I need to get a boy. So I need to take off my hijab to feel, you know, like those is just ridiculous that it's in shows today. 
So one might say, like I said, we went a long way, but one might say, no, we have not. Um, definitely still a lot to improve on. Um, and an example of stuff that's happening today, especially, I found when I was looking at all this like cartoon and um, I was just searching up certain of the cartoons I was referencing and seeing some scenes from there that was racist, you know, um, I find I came across actually looked up. I looked up is Rick and Morty racist because I love Rick and Morty, you know, like I love that show. Um, and I was like, oh, if, if I find that it has some racist stuff in there, oh my goodness. Um, and it's not necessarily within the show itself, at least maybe unless unless I missed the article with it in it. But I found that Rick and Morty, some of the black or like pe- person of color character um, were voiced by white actors and I looked up a bunch of other ones and I find that Hank Azaria who's white voices the black cartoon um, c- called uh, Colton Colson and the Simpsons Family Guy the spin-off of Family Guy the Cleveland show featured voices of actor Mike Henry as that character in um, Marshmallow a black transgender sex worker on Bob's Burger is voiced and profiled by David Herman all white characters I find that also Jenny Slate who played Missy on Big Mouth she said that black characters on an animated show should be played by black people when she she said that when she gave up the role and then Kristen Bell who played Molly on Central Park she stepped down from the uh, um, role of Molly a mixed race character and she said that she would be recasted in a new role and that role of Molly is intended to be given to a black or mixed race actress. And I was looking at that like, on one hand, one might say, oh, acting is just acting, you know. You know, you an actor is not necessarily a psychopath if they're playing a psychopath, you know. They're just acting, they're playing a role. But I feel like the issue, I mean, there's a long talk about should, you know, black characters be ca- ca- casted by black people or should transgender people be casted by trans people and I could go on a long rant about this but simply put there aren't enough trans uh, or like LGBTQ or black or Asian voices in these shows and for a way to normalize that you have to push more characters of those roles casted by those people it's not oh let's just give hand out roles to the first black person we see no it's looking at their skill and if they're black and a white person have the same skill you give it to the black person if a black and uh, and i don't know if an asian and a white um person have the same role and skills give it to the asian person to play the asian person because for a long time a black person will come up to the casting role, they'll do better than a white person. And guess what? Who gets casted? That white person. 
an Asian person will walk up for a role of an Asian of, let's say, I don't know, what country? Uh, I don't know, China or like, you know, Japan, one of those countries, because that's where most of the characters in American shows are from anyways, because most of the American shows, I mean, most American shows you know, the Asian characters are usually Chinese or Japan, Japanese. And, and, you know, a Chinese person will come up for the role for a Chinese person in the show. And then a white person will be there. Oh, let's cast a white person for the role. Like, I don't know what film it was. And then they're going to, like, make the character. Or, no, let's make them mixed race. So it's all right. <laughs> and it's like... If the race of the character doesn't really matter, you know, there's certain roles and there's certain um, directors and writers that want a specifically black character. They want a specifically Asian character. But if the race of the character doesn't matter, you could cast any race and it shouldn't matter. You know, if you have, I don't know, hair requirements that has to be black, well, hello, guess what? Most black and asian and most people of the world actually have black or brown hair so there's no issue with casting an asian person or a black person or a latino person that comes up for that role and that's how i'm going to end this argument i'm not going to go on a long like rant because it's simple it's simply put and if you can't understand that it's like i don't know man like people are tired of getting rejected just because of the way they look and for them to get their role you need to push those characters more into those roles and i think that for the animated shows there's an added um element to that for these black characters because these black characters will have i don't know um some of them might have like their black scent or like black stereotypes in there and then you having a white actor voice that yeah that's just no like you're not gonna have first of all you're having a white person play a black person and having that white person fake a black accent and put some stereotypical black or whatever like voice or like action to that character and it's oh it's totally fine it's just acting no it's not you know instead of if there was a black person at that casting and they gave it to a white person and they had the same abilities give it to the black person like Kristen Bell okay she's great but what made it so hard for the casting director to find a black person when he was casting the role for Molly I'm sure there was a lot of people that showed up for that role and Kristen Bell gets it because she's famous or something like that like I'm sure maybe there was some other black famous people at the casting and you give it to Crescent Bell for what like I feel like it's good that these actors are stepping down some of their own accord like some of them said you know I'm stepping down from this role but like yeah I, I don't think it should be really surprised that they're stepping down I feel like it's necessary especially in these times until you know the playing field gets equal and until we see it's normal to have a black character it's normal to have a trans character it's normal to have these asians or poc or like minority characters within these like acting and films until that's normalized 
definitely we need to push these people into this industry because if we don't they're never going to get into that because of the way you know hollywood and all that works we gotta push more people within those roles to diversify it and once it's diverse enough you no longer need to do that because it's diverse once everyone gets represented we can stop this i just want to ask should we stop watching animated shows with racist past or not like what should we do like should we still watch these shows should we still have them on should we have these characters still being like loved and portrayed everywhere or making you know characters from them that's it for today so i hope that through this you had something new to reflect on and learn about you can follow connecting ideas on spotify apple podcast and wherever you get your podcast follow it to get notified about new episodes and give it a review on apple podcast um, to interact with me and stay updated, follow me on Instagram at Connecting Ideas and Twitter at Connecting Ideas Pod. You can contact Connecting Ideas Podcast at gmail.com for biz- business inquiries and anything else. And that's it. I'm Doris, and see you next week on Connecting Ideas.